from heaven or blasts from hell be thy intents wicked or charitable thou comest in such a questionable shape
Thank you, Mr. Shakespeare, for that intro to a song of mine called Sweet Kaleni Hill. Yes, the proverbial ghost story. Um, that's from my album, uh, Temper of Peace, and that comes from 2012. I do like a good ghost story. Welcome, everybody, to, yes, episode 10. Feels really big time, doesn't it, to get to number 10. I hope you're ready to hibernate, get nice and cosy, feel all nice and warm, and listen to some of my odds and sods. That's what this radio show's all about. I dive into a great big suitcase and I pull out anything I can find that might relate to me. So you're going to hear lots of demos, maybe a few new songs, some experiments, and all paraphernalia of my career. I just want to say again, grateful for you being along for this, I suppose, songwriter's podcast. After listening to Sweet Kelleni Hill, the ghost story there, I think we need a holy man. Yes, we need a holy man to exorcise the demons. This is a brand new song. You know I love reggae, so here it is. Holy man. P.S. Beware of the bass. a new little ditty uh, called Holy Man. Whenever I get a break from all the serious stuff, I sit down and pick up the bass and I have to write a reggae song. Um, I think what's amazing about reggae is that you can be writing a mid-tempo song, um, even about emotional things, and the song will sound upbeat and have a 
spiritual kind of folk appeal to it that's what i've always loved about reggae i grew up in the 70s buying all those records by the pioneers the maytals prince buster greyhound everything on trojan records and it's still in my blood so thank you for listening to a brand new one that will be on as i've mentioned before on an earlier show a double album called the poetry of collisions and you might wonder why the poetry of collisions it's because this double album will have lots of different styles on it all the odds and sods as i said a million times a mixture of all the styles that i grew up writing uh, and loving and so it's really a cornucopia of many styles and that's why the poetry of collisions although being rather a posh title is really simulating what it is to throw a bunch of 45 vinyl singles on the floor all mixed up together and just think there it is a pile of joy ah creepy sounds that means we're going back into time and it must mean that we are going back into Uh, thank you igor um we are going to delve into really the past and this is a quite a special demo i didn't even know i had this demo but that's the joy of delving into the archives into the dust and pulling out a rare cassette this is a song i wrote with bernie Torpen right at the beginning of our writing period together it's a song called the heart of the angel I'm very partial to this song. I've always loved it. Um, I thought I'd lost it, but I found it. And this is a song about Los Angeles. So I hope you enjoy it. Here's the cassette demo of The Heart of the Angel. Yeah. 
My job was made very easy when I was working with Bernie Taupin. Half the job was done. He'd fax over some lyrics to me. I'd snap them up and put them onto a music stand and away we'd go. Um, I didn't always know what we were writing about, but just reading his lyrics because he wrote so uh, rhythmically, uh, everything seemed to fall into place. Heart of the Angel, um, that was put on hold by a producer called Richie Zito, who made many, many famous records uh, for a band called the Motels, the same band that showed interest in uh, We Built This City. And listening back to uh, The Heart of the Angel now, um, I'm reminded about how much I loved writing on uh, unusual drum rhythms. Uh, In the 80s, that's all I really looked at first. I would go for... um, Grooves that were a little bit unusual, and that used to always spark me up and think, let's get some uh, interesting music on top of grooves. I'm sure a lot of you songwriters out there know that, yes, getting the groove is such an important thing. And all through the 80s, that was my task, get the groove right. Here are true facts about the owl. The owl's face is basically like a giant ear. The specialized feathers of its facial disc channel sound to its ear holes like a fuzzy satellite dish. And that's the danger of listening to Radio Owl's Nest. Your faces will become flat, but your hearing will become good. And now I'm going to ask you, can any of you out there remember this?
If you, our heads out there, said Deal for Life, well, you got it right. Yes, that's a song called Deal for Life. Uh, That's the demo. I wrote it for uh, a movie called Days of Thunder, which Tom Cruise uh, starred in. He was in a car going round and round and round in circles. Um, (laughs) Yes, anyway, um, I wrote that song with Bernie Taupin again. Yes, um, another (laughs) lyric came through on the fax machine and off we went. Um, But on this demo, uh, a great vocal, as you can hear, by a singer called Mark Lennon. He comes from a local band, a California band, very well known here, called Venice. And he really portrayed the song, uh, I think, quite wonderfully. In fact, I think he did such a good job, that's why John Waite uh, rang me up and said, I need to sing that song. I think Mark's interpretation really got John interested. I went on to produce John Waite on the actual soundtrack for Days of Thunder... And that soundtrack went on to be a gold album. So all in all, I was happy how Deal for Life found its home. Who cooks for you? Who cooks for you? It's the call of the wild. Seems our friendly nocturnal owls are telling us that there's another ghost story on the horizon. Remember, we started the show off with uh, Sweet Kelleny Hill, that Irish ghost story. And uh, I want to play you now a song called Hungry Ghost. And this comes from an album of mine called A Temper of Peace. Uh, Hungry Ghost is a Buddhist term. It's about um, we become a hungry ghost when we crave too much or we desire things we can't get. Uh, This is quite a sexy song if you listen to the lyrics. Let's stay in that strange supernatural vibe. Um, This song always for me conjured up um, a late night street scene. Two figures meeting after midnight. They shouldn't be meeting. What could they be up to? Make your own mind up. Here's Hungry Ghost. walk then just you and I where the sun melts against the sky to lose ourselves in cheap hotels in the blue wake of night for trembling down deserted streets where we'll breathe in a different air Funny how the sorrow ends When the moon is in your hair Yeah, yeah. I can taste lips so
a song called Hungry Ghost from my album A Temper of Peace. What could they be up to at that time of night on the streets? <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? Um, when listening to that demo, it reminds me um, that I was learning at that point to play guitar more intensely. I really wanted to play better lead guitar. I was very influenced by the great guitar playing of Paul Kosser from the band The Free. He just had this incredible minimal um, style he made all the notes really mean something, and he had a great vibrato. So I, on Hungry Ghost, I, if you listen to the solo, I was trying to emulate that wonderful, um, shall we say, style of Paul Kossoff. I got nowhere near it, but I think attempting it is everything. And another fact about Hungry Ghost, it was originally called The One, but as a songwriter, I thought millions of songs have been called The One, and so I fought a little bit harder, as we do as songwriters, and Hungry Ghost appeared. That sounds like it's time for, hold it, hold it, hold your excitement, the quiz. The quiz is either beloved or totally hated, but I don't care. We are going to do it right through season one, because as I've said before, I'm a routine creature. Question number one, you get 50 points. Question number two, you get 50 points. So come on now, heads, I know you're clever, I know you're wise, you've got flat faces, I know you can do it. So let's get to question number one. I've been signed in my life to two major record labels, one in England, one in America. What's the names of those two major record labels that I was signed to? <laughs> yes, you're stumped, aren't you? Even with a flat face, you're stumped. So, question number two. I performed on Top of the Pops a very, very famous TV show in England. Thank you, piano player. Uh, in a band. What's the name of that band? Uh, yes, a very rare performance by me. A little bit in disguise, but what's the name of the band I was in on Top of the Pops? I've noticed as these episodes proceed that the quiz gets tougher, weirder and stranger. Um, I do sit alone, quietly, before each show thinking, what can I ask them? Uh, my height, the size of my shoes, what can I ask them? I, I hope you appreciate. It's a lot of hard work goes into this. I'd like to play you now a song from the 90s, never been heard before. Another ghost story, a particularly romantic ghost story. It has a distinct, um, again, Celtic feel about it. And this song is called, as the backing singer said there, Half Penny Bridge. Just kids Now evening 
my archives um, never really seen the light of day uh, a song called Half Penny Bridge very romantic yes I am an incurable romantic I lived in a town called Southampton very near the New Forest and there was lots of lovely little streams and bridges and I always remember thinking I can see the grey lady walking across the bridge to meet her lover even as a kid I was a softy <laughs> What we do to get excitement. Air raid sirens announcing that we have something, I suppose, quite unique, special and fantastic to mention. And I think we do. This is quite momentous, really. My manager, Diane Poncher, discovered a new band um, in Germany. A band called... Let me have a look at Zeke Monroe and the Flashheads. And I was very dubious. She said, we need to sign this band. Um, they're an incredible band, actually. I heard some more material. Um, they sound like the 80s, although they are now. Um, but uh, this guy, Zeke Monroe, is quite a songwriter, I must admit. And Diane persuaded me to um, sign them. Here's a song called Around, Round, Round from... Calling. Zeke... Monroe and the Flashheads.
Well, that really is a premiere. Um, I never thought I ever would sign <laughs> anybody else to my own little label, my little ironing board records. But uh, Diane said I had to listen to this uh, tape that came from Munich in Germany. And I was dubious, but then... God, I listened to about four tracks and thought, wow, this is more 80s than the 80s were ever the 80s. Um, Zeke Monroe and the Flashheads, they're making the whole album now, uh, uh, finishing up some things, and I'm going to put it out on ironing board, I think, down the line. But I uh, want you to hear that because I was very sparked up and felt very brave that on my own label I'd taken a leap as a record executive and signed a band. There they were, Zeke Monroe and the Flashheads. How do you finish a show? Um, what kind of song do you finish on? Uh, that's always a really important question. I need you to know how hard I work on this show. And it came to my mind that a song called Strong from my album Hotel of the Two Worlds because um, how do you how do you follow uh, Ziggy Monroe and the Flatsheads? How do you follow them? Well, you probably don't. You just surrender. But I'm going to play uh, this song Strong that was the opening song to my album Hotel of the Two Worlds. This is a demo. When I say a demo, it's about um, four mixes back before um, I released the actual master on the record. But it seems just the right kind of song. Because we owlheads are positive creatures, aren't we? Here's Strong. Sometimes on the walk of life I'm brought down to my knees And there are times I lose the fight my body feels so weak But again I see you standing there And again I can face my fears And find the will to carry on With you I can be strong Skin. There's a hole within a soul of broken bones. I never thought the day would come when I could feel so alone. But again, I feel you standing there. fears find the will to carry on with you I can be strong And when my heart is frozen 
The demo! The demo! Whatever we face, we are strong together. Yes, I think we are. Um, that's a song from my album Hotel of the Two Worlds. Um, it goes through multiple key changes. I was just listening then, and I think it goes through something like three or four or five. And I can't believe that uh, I knew how to do that, and I probably didn't, and it just happened. Anyway, that is called Strong. We have to stay strong. That reminds me, when I was learning to write songs, which was about last week, um, <laughs> uh, I remember thinking, key changes. Do I really like key changes? And I worked with a guy called Tim Fries Green in England. He went on to be uh, the producer of Talk Talk, that great band. And uh, he used to take my songs and sometimes put in a minor third key change. And I thought, that's pretty tasty and pretty wonderful. So every now and then you'll hear from me a uh, uh, minor third key change. Thank you, Mr. Tim Freescreen, wherever you are. Well, a few of you out there know that I read a lot of books. Um, I try to anyway, and I do my pagey uh, book club thing on Instagram. I'm reading a great book now called, let's have a look here, The Reality Bubble by Zia Tong. And I thought I might just every now and then when I find something that I think is interesting, I'll read it to you. And maybe you'll find it interesting too. Check this out. With some US government restrictions relaxed, commercial imaging satellites like the ones Google uses will now be able to show images at 25 centimetres of resolution. That's the ability to see your face from space. Mmm, we are not alone, are we? Rather scary, I think. Time for me now to push this great big red button and make the sponsors of the show incredibly happy. Go to CD Baby, go to Amazon, go to iTunes, go to Google. Download immediately. immediately. I'm Pedro, and I endorse this message. Well, what all that hoopla is trying to say is a lot of the music you heard today, if you quite like it, you can go to CD Baby and buy the real thing, CDs, and you can download from there, and you can stream my music and download it from places like iTunes, um, Pandora, Google, which is uh, staring at us now from a million miles up in the sky, Spotify, and all those other internet uh, companies that do that kind of thing. Well, now that that's over... Have we got time for a quote of the day? Have we? I think we do, but if we do this, we do have to ring the bell, because that really gets me going. Yes, it's got me going. I had all tingles going up and down my spine there. I'm a routine person, so if I hear that bell ringing, and if you've listened to any of the shows before, that signifies that I have to read the quote of the day. So here we go. And it comes from Khalil Gibran. They deem me mad because I will not sell my days for gold. And I deem them mad because they think my days have a price. Yes, we do have to treasure our freedom, don't we? As I look up into the night sky at a satellite, and it's got Google written on the side of it. (laughs) Yes, we have to uh, treasure our freedom. Oh, the sound of the kettle boiling. That's the sound of freedom to me. Uh, That does signify that (laughs) it's the end of the show. And so I've got to wrap it up now. I'm being pulled away with a shepherd's hook. Get off stage. Want to say thank you very, 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 very much for joining me. Um, Episode 10. Wow. Episode 10. Thank you for um, keeping me going this long. (laughs) And the tea for keeping me going as well. But I do want to say sincerely thank you very much for all the encouragement uh, you gave me with doing these uh, radio shows, uh, these songwriter podcasts. Uh, You've been fantastic, and I find it a lot of fun to uh, look back into my past, and uh, I often discover things I'd totally forgotten about. So it's been a lot of fun for me, I hope for you. It's also been um, an enjoyable process. So as the music fades up, it means it's the end of the show, but I never go without talking about the animals. I'm very passionate about animal welfare, and I've got a feeling you are too if you're listening to this. Um, 
I support a lot of charities, and let's keep our eye on the ball, guys, because um, scientific tests on animals do not need to be done. That's the dark ages. Be kind, be compassionate. We have domain over these creatures. It's our job to care for them. And with that, my good friends, I will see you in the owl's nest next time. 